Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jared, the football genius Burgess. And I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. The Advantage Coach. And we got family in the building. Yes, y'all see it ain't no illusion. It's been a little more than a year, Wheelay. Yes. What's going on, my brother? How's everybody doing? Tweelay Wilson checking in, man. Yeah. I should be back. Nice to have you back, sir. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Tried to trip this up, but he ain't gonna win. So here right. we are. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> we were supposed to. We were supposed to do this last Friday, but right. got into a little incident with a truck company. He he hit me in the back, and it's crazy enough. He's denying the whole situation. He well, he wasn't he wasn't involved in the accident. He didn't hit me all of that, but. That'll get taken care of, though. That'll, yeah. that'll get taken yeah. care of. Yeah, you ain't got to worry about that. We ain't worried about that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Before we get started with um, the actual interview, I just want to let everybody out there know, all the viewers and all the people who have came on here as guests. Mm-hmm. Um, when we came on here last year and I was featured, I believe we are the most viewed. I'm the most viewed guest. <laughs> update. <laughs> So um yeah, so it, hey. we lay we lay we lay with the with the flex in the beginning hey. of the <laughs> on the stage in the flex, okay? Oh man, I'm here like, for man. it. No, yeah. listen, listen, and I understand why we lay. When I tell you, I literally have been waiting to talk to you again ever since I heard about the decision that you made. And you remember the last time you came on the pod, you were telling us like you had kind of some decisions to make as far as you know, what you were going to do next because your season was over with Alabama uh, and um, And, you know, if you were going to go back and play because you had one more year eligibility or if you were kind of going to go into your career because you were graduating. Um, man, we I, I've, I've been really wanting to hear how this has gone. So without further ado, Wheelay, what have you been up to? Uh... So I want to say the last time I came in here and spoke was December 2020. Mm-hmm. Which I was right in the heat of the pandemic. Um, yeah. Ooh, a lot has changed since then. Um, so what have I done since then? Stop so, playing. Did I already have my clothing line then? Yeah, you had it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The big news is about football, though. What did you do last year, sir? <laughs> All right, let me stop. Okay, so um, <laughs> I decided... I decided to go back and play that last year because when I came to college, I didn't play my first year, redshirted. Mm-hmm. And you know, that year carries over. If you get done with school in four years, you still you still have that last year on the field. So I um entered my name in the transfer portal and I ended up at Miles College in Birmingham, Alabama. And I played my last year there. Just got done with that season two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. Um and as far as that, <laughs> if I could go back, probably would not do it. But mm-hmm. but um, I learned a lot, and it was a cool experience. I mean, we went to the championship. We lost, but we went to the championship. But um, it's just overall, the pros didn't quite outweigh the cons like I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, okay. yeah, but, I mean, I can't say I – Build some more good relationships and learn That's a lot. Hard. But yeah, so um, outside of that, um, I just been been working. I just moved. Um, I just moved to downtown Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's a that's an experience. It's, oh, that's an experience. You know, I'm right. It's an experience. Right. <laughs> going on down here, like it's always yeah. Tuesday nights. Aren't Tuesday nights down here? It's like <laughs> a Friday night. It's Every like, night is Friday, right? <laughs> yep. It's a lot of um nice looking young ladies down here. So oh that, my goodness. They focus. Oh <laughs> that, that is a plus. 
That's oh a, my God, that's a plus. I can't. You are hilarious. Well, we're glad to hear. So, what does that mean? You move downtown. Are you headed into a career? Is it about your business? Like, what are we doing? Okay, so I wanted to move downtown because I know the networking is crazy down here. And I feel like Atlanta is one of the most prestigious places for like young, successful Black people, per se. You know, it's a lot of us down here. There's a lot of people around my age and look like me who are very successful. Like, I've been to a few cities in Atlanta. Atlanta is, is, is one of the is one of the top in that category. So I knew that I had a chance to flourish and meet people. And I actually have. So my first weekend down here, I went to a lounge and I had saw an old friend who I haven't seen in years. He actually has a custom shop. So like he wraps cars, tin windows, paint mm-hmm. covers, just all type of custom stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, he told me, he had, he had asked me, how have I been? What have I been doing? I told him I just got home from school. I don't really know yet, bro. I'm trying to figure out. He told me, come by the shop, just chill with him for a day. Just see what he do, mm-hmm. see how it work. And I came and ever since then, I've been in there and it's, oh, okay. it's been very lucrative. Been oh. Very lucrative. So um, yeah, I've been down there with him so far. And then I also, um, I've been in the lab, y'all. I'm trying to drop some clothes. I ain't drop. I haven't dropped nothing yes. from my life. Like, a year and a half, yeah, but here's the thing, I know. though. You know, I only drop once a year. I only drop once a year. So okay, and I and, and 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 like I do that on purpose for right now to try to like create the demand, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like I'm looking to drop around like May, so right in time for the summer. I got some crazy stuff coming. Um, I actually have my clothing brand on right now. Oh yeah, yeah I can't tell, but um, yeah. So I got some crazy stuff coming this upcoming summer so I just been just doing that and just and the biggest thing I can say I've been doing I've been enjoying life like a lot of people who don't play sports don't realize like that be our life like like that even when we're not in season subconsciously I'm always thinking about how I got to take care of my body how I got to stay in some type of shape so that when the season comes back around I'm not too far gone like it's a 12 month job. Like you get, you get, you get programmed to like, you know, like it's just certain aspects of my life that were missing that I definitely realize now that, that <laughs> sports is no longer a part of. So I've been kind of enjoying that. I, yeah. I, yeah. I just been enjoying that. We ain't got to get to yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> don't have to get, but we need no details. Remember who I am. Okay. We're going to leave all those. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad to hear that you are finding your way. Right. Because it's so important. This understanding you're more than a sport. And it sounds to me like you're figuring out your creative side. Like you hadn't been allowed to really explore that Mm -hmm. until you kind of got into this mode with your clothing line. And now in the work that you're doing with the person that you're kind of working with, like you're exploring your creative side and that's being, as you put it, lucrative for you. So good kudos to you, glad to know it. Um, don't stop pushing. It's, it is hard. Like if anybody's who out there is watching this and you have just got done, you know, playing whatever sports you were playing and you transition into the real world life, it's definitely hard. Like. It's hard because like you kind of like you kind of look at yourself like an athlete, a football player. So when it's not there no more, you just like, well, who am I? Like, what's, mm-hmm. what's my purpose? It's crazy. It's deep. Yeah. It's deep. So like I still see people around now and they how's football or mm-hmm. da, 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 da. they want to only talk about football. And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. bro, y'all cannot only associate me with football. There's other stuff there going you go. on. Right. Awesome. It's adjustment though. Now awesome. we like which, what you're gonna end up saying too is man, you know, and I and I don't know. Um, I know a lot of my teammates. I'm still very close with. Um, but what you'll end up seeing is that guys are gonna really struggle to transition their mind to life after football. Like guys are still gonna talk about the things they did when they were in school. 
and how good of a player they were. And I, I you know, I hear some of my, my, my former teammates talk like that. And, you know, it's okay every once in a while, you know, to have that conversation and be like, oh yeah, I did this, that, and the third. But, you know, I, I, I see something like, and you can see that their identity is, is truly built around that because they haven't found who they are outside of, of sport, man. And so count it as a blessing that, you know what I'm saying, even if you feel like you haven't arrived there yet, to me, it sounded like even when you when you were talking about OWP, December of 2020, it's like, all right, he, he at least has a plan. He knows where he's trying to do it. Maybe he doesn't know everything he wants to do, and he's still figuring it out and learning, and we all go through that. At yeah. least, like, okay, I know something that I'm trying to transition to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's so dope to see, man. You know, I was excited about hearing about, you know what I'm saying, like the progress that you made since then, because um, I, I just, I genuinely wanted to know, and I, I can understand why that, you know, your episode was the one that was the most viewed because um, like, what just I can no, understand God. why no. why yours no, was the most boy. viewed. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, I, you know, one, you, you were still kind of, or at the time we were thinking that you were just done but you still had the opportunity to kind of still be in it. And just uh, everything surrounding it was just a, a, a very interesting story about starting a clothing line. Guys, like that's not a normal thing, Wheeler. Oh yeah. It really isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, and so I, I just, yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate the way that you've, you know what I'm saying, transition, man. And I, I really, um, one, I definitely want to uh, get me one of them hoodies that you got right there. <laughs> so we might have to talk offline. <laughs> but um, two, yeah. man. Huh? It was just, he was, it was a pause. Oh, okay. No, nah, but I, uh, and two, man, it's just good to hear, man. Um, just the progress that you're making, man. He I already hope. know. I'm, I'm waiting on, listen, because all of the tops he had for women, I'm not wearing a crop top, Okay. okay. <laughs> So I'm going to make some grown woman clothes too. Okay? Yeah. So that I can get. Uh, yeah. I caught a lot of flack about not, about only making clothes for the the girls under 21. I, I, okay, I understand it. I okay, got, thank you. I, I, I got I, some I more, I got, I got a more respectable look coming in the next drop. Yes, I, I appreciate it. Thank I took you. all the I took all the consideration. I did. I did. I, took I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. So, but yeah. all right, let's get started. Cause yeah. Yes. Let's go. All right. So we're gonna dig right to this. Who's really right right now? Um, Me. And I I think that uh this is a good one based off of what we kind of seen over the last couple of weeks with the quarterback carousel that we've seen as far mm -hmm. as folks getting traded. Uh, folks getting picked up and then to have Colin Kaepernick who has still been working out still looks sharp everybody who has seen the video everyone who hasn't excuse me um, the, the arm strength is still there and he you know he still looks good now obviously this is against air you know um, but just preliminarily looking at how he's throwing the football he still looks good yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that his trainer came out and said that there have been a couple of teams who've shown some interest. Mm -hmm. And so I think for this, who's really right. It's good to, to for us to, to kind of dig into if we believe that Colin Kaepernick is going to be signed to a team, an NFL team next season. So we lay, we're going to let ladies first, let ladies go first. Step where you at with it. So I'm going to take probably what is the unpopular opinion mm -hmm. in this one and, and the optimistic and hopeful okay. <laughs> opinion and say that I believe that there are some teams and some of the ones who have particularly been looking at him who are mm -hmm. in a place and in a space that, and let me back up and say this. Because of the way over the last year, I'm going to just use last year's draft, right? Mm -hmm. In drafting these rookie quarterbacks, a lot of these teams thought they were getting a Joe Burrow. They thought they were getting a ready-made quarterback for their team. And they're seeing that might not necessarily be true. Mm -hmm. And so 
um, I feel like that is to his advantage, right? Even if it's a team that is, you just mentioned, a lot of moves have been made. So even if it's a team that's let go of their quarterback, their star quarterback, Mm -hmm. they still have need for a veteran on their team, even if their thought process is less draft. And he's not coming into this picture with the big contract. Yeah. So getting him, not good for him to his detriment, but probably true for the Lolo to come in with his talent level and be a quarterback for your team while, while he works and helps your draft pick say get better mm-hmm. is a win-win. So I, I'm going to just say he's going to end up with somebody. this year. Okay. We like what you think. Um, can you, can you say your question one more time? Because I thought, were you trying to find an actual team? Like, were you telling no. us? No, no, no. Yes, you, do you think he'll be signed to any team? And then if you think so, then you can throw in what team you make. Yeah. How long has it been since he's been on a team now? Like His last years? season was the 2016 17. season. 16, or was it 2017? I thought it was 17, but it could be 2016. Okay, so we hit the 2022-2023 season. Yeah. So that's, what, five years since he's been on a team? Yeah, um, at least five. I think it's less likely to happen than more likely to happen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the fact that he's still training and preparing mm-hmm. is a possibility. I still personally think Kaepernick is better than at least 10 starting quarterbacks in the league right now. And I'm mm-hmm. and I'm being nice to saying 10. He's probably <laughs> better than half the starting quarterbacks in the league. I so it's not even about the talent. Yeah, it's not, it's it's not even about the talent. It's more so. You know how the politics are. But, I mean, with everything that's happening in the league, y'all starting to see the stuff that come out, all they, how they talk about it. It's not a lot of black head coaches that, that get opportunities. How, they, how, like, how, like, more and more Colin Kaepernick is starting to look less like a crazy person. What he stand for, what, what he's been standing for is starting to look more and more accurate, you know, as time evolves. So... With that being said, I wouldn't be surprised, but be, to be honest, I don't know if a owner is willing to like take on the scrutiny that's gonna come with signing a Colin Kaepernick. You know, that's just like Antonio Brown. You know, I just don't okay. know if somebody will be willing to take what. Whoa, why are y'all shaking y'all head? That ain't happening. Nobody's gonna sign Antonio Brown. That, that's not happening. What? We're not about to get into this. We like, no, we're not. We're not. But free AB, that's all I'm going to say. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say At least not directly into the NFL. Maybe he jump in the USFL, the CFL, the AFL, something like that, and he go crazy. Maybe he gets a call. But just jumping right back into the league, I don't see it happening. My 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 opinion. I, I don't see it happening. Um, we like. I think I'm going to lean um, in, in towards your direction, man. I, I as as much as I would love to see it. Um, I think that these owners, and we're going to talk a little bit about this in a second. But I think that these owners have a way of doing things, and they have a way of, you know, kind of wanting to show you who's the owner. You know what I'm saying? For for lack of a better yeah. right. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna go there, but you know how I... yeah. you know I say it all the time. <laughs> but um I, I think they I think the owners will continue to collude out of spite, you know. Um and, and we like I'm I'm with you. I think he's probably better than at least 18 of the starting quarterbacks who, who start right now. And, and I ain't gonna name them all. <laughs> But I think about 18 star quarterbacks right now, like, you know, even if we just looking at wins and just my our teams, the commanders and the Falcons. How about that? Oh, yeah. Now, listen, I will take my heartbeat right now and start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could come right now. We'd be okay. So I I don't see it. But, you know, I thinking about what you guys are saying, I think that what you just said, we like. 
he goes to the Falcons right now and, and be the starting quarterback, I think. I think he'd go and win the job. Um, sure. And if, if he were to come back, I think that would probably be the most likely place. But I, I just I just don't see the owners. I think the owners will, will continue to try to collude, you know. Well, we um, already know Arthur Blank ain't, ain't like everybody else, though. True. He's not like everybody else in that, in that scenario, right? I don't think it's about, I think it's, if it is, it's more not, let me show you. It's more, let me not make the, the way to make the way, right? Yeah. I don't think his would be a, let me show you, because that's not Arthur Black. Let's be clear. Yeah. He's not that dude. Um, I, I think even for the owners who don't, who prefer not to be, and I think maybe Art, I mean, the Roonies probably are the ones who, who kind of test the bounds yeah. of this. And we'll talk a little yes. bit about that later. Yep. I think that a lot of the owners, even though they might not want to be, they're like, in my opinion, the Republican Party, where it's like, all right, now I don't necessarily agree with this, but I, I got to ride with it because it's 32 of us or 31 of us, because I don't think anybody actually owns the, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, we we kind of got to hold it together, you know what I'm saying, for yeah, that kind reason. Of the way the Republicans back Trump. Even yeah, though exactly. Then what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, y'all let us know. I don't know. I'm going to hold yeah. out hope for him. I'm just going to, let me just stay I, on I, I hope. Yeah. Holding yeah. out hope for him. And I'm just going to believe that there is a situation where somebody is willing to step outside of the quote unquote norm box and do yeah. what's right, basically. That's what it boils down to. What's right. Yeah. yeah. And let me just say this. Um, right now, Colin Kaepernick is 34 years old, which is not too old by far for a quarterback, especially when we think about somebody like a Tom Brady. He hasn't taken hits in the last seven years because his last season was 2016. Yeah. And so um, yeah, this this will be interesting if it, if it were to happen, you know what I'm saying? And I'm holding out hope. I just I just don't believe that anybody's going to do yeah. it. And so like got, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll is like singing his praises, and but you're not asking right. him to come play for your team. Exactly, that's, that's the problem. Like, yeah. So yeah. we'll. All right. Now let us know who really right. Real good topics. All right, now this topic made me mad. I gotta be honest. It really did. All right, Jerry, tell them how you really feel. You yeah, be, right for the jugular. Right. Because <laughs> these owners, like, I, like, oh. yeah. Well, let me just say what it is. So Steve yeah. Bashotti, who is the owner of the um, Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, this was the team that I was going to have to kind of move up 95 to go be a a fan of because, because I feel like they should just throw the whole Washington commander franchise in the trash. Just throw them into the Anacostia. Right. So the Ravens owner who is the owner and and there've been a few things that I haven't agreed with, (laughs) with his ownership. But he came out and spoke the other day um, about Deshaun Watson's contract. And one of the statements that he made was that he doesn't feel like this is the guy who should have gotten the fully guaranteed contract. Now, Kirk Cousins got a fully guaranteed contract. Don't know why he didn't speak about him. That's neither here nor there. The only reason why I feel like... The guy who shouldn't have one. Right. (laughs) The only reason why I feel like he came out and made this statement was because he's in the middle of contract negotiations with his uh, franchise quarterback, Lamar Jackson, who could possibly command a fully guaranteed contract for sure. more than Deshaun Watson. For sure, and that's why he said it. You just yeah. said, we don't even have to talk about this. That's it right there. That's it. That's why. But, but how did you guys feel when you heard these words? Like, did you, like, you know, I guess either reading the story or hearing him actually say it. Um, uh, I mean, I, I thought it was BS. Um, mm-hmm. He's trying to, like you said, alleviate some pressure off himself. I mean, he's still going to have to pay Lamar. He's going to have to pay Lam, Lam, Lamar top dollar. Yeah. If he doesn't, it's going to be 30 other teams in the league that are willing to. So, you know, you got to, you got to, you have you have to pay Lamar. He has an MVP. I think he got an MVP, right? Yeah, he got MVP. Like, 
he, you know, and they did the whole he can't win a playoff game. Well, he didn't want a playoff game. Mm-hmm. He got hurt last year. You right. know, they're probably going to try to use that as leverage. You know, they find every reason not to pay you, but right. it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just BS. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, no, I was upset, um, clearly. So um, I put this story on here because mm-hmm. it upset me so much, right? Yeah. Because first of all, you have no real causation to even be speaking on what Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns are doing. How about mm-hmm. that? Let's start there. Not your business. Let's yeah, stay in your life. Mind your business, right? So that's first. And the fact that you would then try to use, insinuate his character hmm. or what's going on as the reason why he shouldn't have been the one is another problem. Mm-hmm. And just stop being cheap. Gonna pay this man what you what, what he's owed. Yeah, because see, here's the other thing very similar quarterbacks, not just that they're both black quarterbacks, very similar quarterbacks in that they both are mobile and they both can throw that thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you are in a conundrum and oh, well, that is, that is the, the league, that is the NFL. Right. Oh, well. So yeah, mind your business and mind your business. Right. Shut up and pay your quarterback. That's it. He's just mad because this, you know, every quarterback resets the market. Exactly. It always so, happens. So he's gonna have to back up the Brinks truck to Lamar Jackson's house. <laughs> That's so, it. Yeah. That's it. Just do so what he should. Everybody up. sees through what this was really about. Mm-hmm. Like that. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. Nobody watching this. Pay that man, or we will. Right. <laughs> everybody <laughs> like you ain't gonna pay him. You ain't gonna pay right. Yeah. Right. The Falcons will happily go get him. I'm mm-hmm. certain. If you don't want to pay him, go I'm fund sure. me. We can start to go fund me the whole Atlanta. I guarantee we all put in. I guarantee that. <laughs> go I fund me for Lamar Jackson. Listen, I'm not even a Falcons fan, and I'll pay for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I don't even want I don't even want the Commanders to ruin his career. Who the Commanders? Is that the new name of their team? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a football team. They changed the football yeah, team. Yeah, they, they they changed it February the 3rd or the 2nd. They so unveiled a new name. We lay it so lame. I laugh every time. We, he won't even say it. Like, I'm surprised he said it today because Jared typically won't say it because mm-hmm. it's so lame. The Washington football team. <laughs> I would I would have rather stuck with that. Washington. Washington. They just watched it. <laughs> they just watched it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, yeah. All right. Let's jump right. to this this new, you know, speaking of the Roonies, and I, and I guess we got two stories back to back with uh, right. <laughs> these guys. Right. Yeah. Um, the NFL has a new hiring rule. Every NFL team must have an office, offensive assistant coach who is a person of color. Um, do you think that this addresses the issue of what we've been seeing in the NFL with the hiring of minorities? No, I'm sorry. No, mm-hmm. I, I feel like in this round, there's plenty of them, right? This is not the issue. The issue yeah. is head coaches. Exactly. So Almost. I don't know who this is supposed to appease. This is like you saying, somebody saying, I want an extra large drink, and then they bring you the small. Like, what is that? What? <laughs> I, what? I don't get what this is. <laughs> what is this? So oh, man. this doesn't, unless they've got, unless there's a plan that we have not heard that says they've got to start at this level and that person that's hired is being guaranteed an opportunity to be the head coach of the team, which is impossible to say, then this is not helping anything. I don't know who this is supposed to be appeasing. I missed the person that this is supposed to be appeasing. Um, this is supposed to be appeasing. I'm sorry, Wheelie. Let me. I just. I need to get this off. This is supposed to be appeasing the New York Giants, because and among other teams, the New York Giants have never had a black head coach, and will never have a black head coach. And so, in order to you know 
kind of waylays her with the with the the Morris, um, the owners of the Giants, how they feel. It's okay, we'll give you, we'll hire some, you know, minority assistants, but we're not gonna hire a black head coach. And I feel like that's just their stance on it. And they should be allowed to have that stance if that's how they feel. But every black person in the, in the organization need to be like, fine, then you don't need us either. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now how your team going to survive without Saquon? Yeah, well, we could just go down the list. But anyway, yeah, good luck. Since we're not good enough to be in these positions, because that's what you're saying to me. Pretty much. Without putting it out of your mouth, that's what you're saying. We're not good enough to be in these positions. So that's how you feel, fine. And all of us need to get up and walk away. Mm-hmm. like where you at with it? I mean, I think it just highlights the issue more than anything. It just, the fact that y'all gotta, it be the, it, it be the facts for me, the fact that y'all have to make a rule just to like, you know, that, that speaks volumes itself. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think they still going to do what they want, you know, but that's just my take on it. Yeah. I, don't really like to, I don't really like to get into the politics too heavy at the NFL because I have a few friends who are in the NFL and the stories they tell me is just crazy. So like, I don't really be surprised and I don't expect much out of these yeah. owners. That's sad to say. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah. And 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 he and and just so people know, Jared mentioned the Roonies because there's a Rooney rule <laughs> mm-hmm. that right. uh, says that you are to at least interview minority coaches right. for mm-hmm. head coaching positions, which has not really panned out the way that I don't mm-hmm. I don't know that they really intend for it, intended for it. They're no. just checking a box. You know what I mean? So it checked the box and that's what they were able to get done with this. And so that's why Jared mentioned the Roonies. And and, and let me just say this about the Roonies because we're about in this next story, we're about to talk about them again. They are the least likely of all teams, I feel like, that would have a problem with making this because they actually have a black head coach mm-hmm. and he's been there for a substantial amount of time. Exactly. And they're not trying to get rid of him. And nope. it don't matter. It, it, Good, bad, ugly season. He still gets the shot to try to make it better. So right. he is in the least likely situation with the Roonies of mm-hmm. any of this stuff even needing to be necessary for them, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that, yeah. So, and to your point, he's never had a losing season. He has, but it doesn't matter. We've seen, I mean, there have been coaches, no, they have had losing seasons, but so have white coaches. So that is not a barometer for how I keep my job. Like that doesn't make sense. And you keep hiring people who have losing seasons Mm -hmm. to head coaching jobs. So that doesn't fly for either. So whatever, (laughs) whatever. He could have a losing season and he'd still have his job is my point though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. He'd still have his job. Definitely. I don't know that would be true for most black coaches. Well, yeah. So that's, that's the, that was the point that I'm making. Like for him, it's like he has to even be exceptional, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, I, I don't think that he would lose his job if he had a losing season, but he's been exceptional, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, we haven't be. seen a franchise and looking at the person that we're about to talk about in this story, uh, Brian Flores, who just had a winning season and still got fired. Um, yeah, you, you got to be a, an exceptional coach as a black coach, so. Uh, Mike Tomlin came out and said that he hired Brian Flores, who's going to be, if I'm not mistaken, his linebackers coach, Mm -hmm. um, in order to help him out because he's going to he's continuing with this lawsuit. Um, He's going to need to fund it because he he wasn't able because he didn't want to be quiet and he wanted to file the lawsuit. He didn't get the rest of the money that was owed to him by the Miami Dolphins which would have been a few million. Um, and so after Mike Tomlin came out and said what he said, there was an uproar and the Roonies had to come out to kind of pretty up what he said and basically said they hired him because he was qualified. Yeah. Now, I think there's some truth on both sides of this because I don't feel like the Roonies would have had an issue hiring him. And if no. they did, 
Mike Tomlin wouldn't have been allowed to. But I do think that Mike Tomlin probably went and stood on his soapbox for, for Brian Flores and said, listen, we need to hire this guy. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how anybody feels about it. Yeah. Kind of so, what we said about Colin. Somebody need to be that way, right? Right. Just stand up. Like, yeah. 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 No, this is this is interesting to me. I love, you know, how I feel about Mike Tomlin. You yeah. know, the Steelers are my second team. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I love... I love that he just was forthright and, and transparent about his reasoning. Like, I'm not trying to, it, it, I think it should have been the understood, not understated, not having to be said part that the man was qualified. He was just a head coach. Right. I mean, no knock on the Roonies. I know they just covering their butts, right? Like right. that Wait, this wasn't, but here's my other thing. Cause that's the other question I asked. Why is it okay that white coaches get to do this? They get to hire their friends all the time mm-hmm. and have no explanation. And right. it don't make no sense as to why they're giving them the job. Yeah. But they get it. But they get it. That's how Kyle Shanahan has a job. That's how Sean, that, that's how they even had coaches now. Because mm-hmm. daddy or somebody was like, ooh, I'm going to get this kid a shot. Like, right. why is that we need to explain why the black man get a job? I'm sorry, today is just one of those days, guys. Normally, I'm not on one when it comes to this whole race <laughs> thing, but. I'm also, that's usually my bag. That's your bag. <laughs> today, I'm on one of them. Those are facts. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Why is it that we are. Yeah, I mean. College the same way. It's just, it's just, it's just, you know, college the same way. It's just. It's not much of a spider a variety of teams. Mm-hmm. So it may look like it's a lot of black coaches because you know 10 black head coaches. Yeah. 200 white head coaches. Exactly. Right. <laughs> As opposed to the league, it's only 32 teams. So yeah. I was the same way. Was yeah. Same. yeah. No, it's real. It's it is. And I just feel like, you know, even to be having not that this is something we were gonna talk about, but even even the like uproar all of a sudden about all of these uh, black college basketball coaches getting these jobs. Like, uh, you know, it's an uproar. Like why are all these black college coaches from these smaller schools getting these jobs? Cause they, they did what they needed to do just like any other, any, any person, other person did to, to prove that they could uh, be at this level. What does that right. mean? Exactly. What right. does that mean? Hopefully, as time evolves, it'll continue to get better. I'll just say that. Yeah, we're going to hope. We're going to stay hopeful. I have faith. I hope it gets Okay, better. well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> As a young person, no, that's good to hear that you have faith right. in it because, you know, the older you get, the harder it is to continue oh, yeah. to see the same thing happening. And you're like, really? But I do, I yeah, will I say things are different. They're just, we're taking baby steps instead of leaps you know what i mean that should be happening. slow train park progress yes it's just so it's not the same as it was but it's not going as quickly as we would like mm-hmm. that's i'll say that <laughs> yeah. real roll call yes. all right i know this is this was a a, a feel-good story for you i mean obviously it wasn't feel good final thought but this is a feel-good story for you step um albert pool host back with the cardinals on a one-year contract Oh, you didn't explain to Wheelay what happens with real roll call. We didn't have it the last time. Oh, man. That's oh, okay. My bad. Okay. So, Wheelay. Real roll call is something that we do uh, now. We didn't have it last time you were here. But basically, we're going to jet through all of these topics. So, we won't go into them in depth like we did with Real Good Topics, our last segment. We're going to get a minute to answer or to give our opinion on um, each of these topics. And so, since it's three of us, We'll we'll do a minute and a half, so all of us gets about thirty seconds. Okay, you know what I'm saying to to kind of give our input. So, right. um, I'll get the clock set up, and <laughs> so our first topic is about Albert Pujols, yeah, and him signing a one year deal with the Cardinals, who was the team that he began his career with. Yeah, and go. I feel like this is a. A retirement move, if that makes sense, yeah. right? Bring him back to the team that he kind of had all of his success with so that he gets right. to retire from this team. I feel yeah. like that was what, this was a courtesy to him. And I appreciate yeah. him doing it. 
Yeah, um, this is the same team that paid him that big $250 million contract, right? I was yeah. a kid, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I, I I definitely agree. His best days behind him, he did a lot for that team and that and that and that organization. So I feel like they paying him the respect and letting him go ahead and retire and leave the way he want to leave. Yeah. Very yeah, well. I didn't feel like his his exit when he decided to to leave was like unceremonious or anything like that. So it's kind of was only right that they brought him back in because you know he got a lot of love in the city. I I, I if he doesn't have a, a statue in front of the Cardinal Stadium, <laughs> um, he will have one. You yes. know, so absolutely, yeah, yep. yeah. We did that in a minute. What <laughs> right. that was easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. All right, new playoff overtime rules. Is this making things fair and go? No, no, no. I'm just saying no. Um, I guess it's better than what we got. Let's say that we're gonna see how it plays out. So, because it, I believe what it is is both teams automatically get a chance to possess the ball. So even if the first team, I don't even. I think this takes the coin toss away. Or no, they still have to coin toss mm-hmm. to see who goes first. Yeah, the first but, yeah, that'll still be um, but it doesn't, what we've seen in the last, especially in this last um, playoff uh, season, we saw how it affected the outcome of games that they were just given that toss and that was it. So mm-hmm. I think this helps in that respect. And then the other piece of it is, um, I think that if a team scores a safety, automatically the game is over. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there something about a two-point conversion too, or am I tripping? No, they have to. I think they have to go for a two-point conversion. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't like the new rule. I don't like the change. I don't know why there was a big uproar last year after that Bills game. I think it was. I mean, we knew the rule. I think both of them teams scored over forty points, mm-hmm. and y'all were mad about a overtime possession, play some defense during the game, maybe. Oh, this is a defensive mindset. This is where that comes yeah. from. But, um, yeah, I'm just not a, I'm not a big fan of this. Um, I like the sudden death type of, type of thing they, they, they had going on. I mean, I guess you could say it's fair. And I think, I think this is a move more so for the fans than the players. You know, I think, I think this is a move more so for the fans and the players. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. But hey, we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna just keep. I'm gonna keep my. When you didn't get your thirty, we you, we we got thirty seconds from the last one. Go ahead. Huh? We got thirty seconds from the last one. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm gonna just. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it brief though because I agree with you, Relay. I don't like it at all. I feel like Tom Brady has had twenty years of benefiting from the fact that the uh, it's been sudden death, and then they even changed the rule to where it was no longer sudden death. A team couldn't go down and kick a field goal and win, and I think that was sufficient enough. Like that. Now we don't need two teams to have to possess the ball. You had the opportunity to win in, in uh, you know, in regulation, and you didn't. So what? Can I say one more thing on this topic? I think the league is, like I say, this is a move in my opinion for the fans. I think the league is becoming so obsessed with points and offense and big catches and touchdowns. I feel like this is just another way for another offensive touchdown this is more points more highlights Mm -hmm. more thrills because i'm not gonna lie that's what sells tickets you know points and touchdowns sell tickets so yeah i guess but i'm 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 not a big fan of it (laughs) yeah nah, i'm with you all right tiger woods um tiger woods will be um a part of the masters this year after all that he's gone through the um the what do you call it car accident where he broke his leg um he's made it all the way back and he'll be a part of the part of the masters what does this mean to you guys i'm excited i want to see him come back and be tiger right i want to see him come back and dominate the sport before it's too late right i want to yeah. i mean the one thing about golf unlike other sports is you can play till you old yeah old and dusty yeah. old and dusty mm-hmm. Bill Mickelson. I'm just saying, yes, old and dusty. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to see him do well. I, I hope that he does well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know too much about golf, but obviously Tiger Woods is a hero amongst our community. 
I was younger when he was in his prime. I just know he was a good golf player who, you know, I want to say had an affair or something. Oh, yeah. He had a whole nasty, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. He just tarnished his name. He just went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) He went downhill after that, huh? But I would love to see Tiger make a comeback, you know, win the championship, the the, the Masters, and get the green jacket. Yep, that's it. Okay, yeah. So I want to see Tiger come back and get that jacket. So yeah. go Tiger Woods. <laughs> I just want Tiger. I, I, you know, I want him to break Jack Nicholas's record um, for the amount of um, majors. I want him to do that, but I, I, it's going to be hard. It will. It really is. It will. But he can do it. We gonna believe in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Tamara Walcott sets world record for women's heaviest raw deadlift at 636 pounds. Reaction. I'm going to let Wheeler go first. That look on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Wheeler did deadlift before, 636 pounds. How much does she weigh? Do you know how big she is? You know what? I'm not entirely certain. She's not a little woman. She's not a little woman, Mm. but... I mean, she probably don't look no bigger than any dude that you know what I mean. No. Like, um, I think the most I've ever deadlifted is like maybe like three something in like the lower threes. So it's safe to say she probably deadlifted twice as much as I've ever deadlifted. Um, that's impressive. Um, now I don't mean to be rude, but I know there's. <laughs> I know there's a, a new thing now where they're allowing people to change their gender and no 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 she's an actual she's female. A I don't mean to she's say a that. mom. She's okay. yeah, I was gonna say yeah. she was born female, so yeah. no. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well that that's um that's quite impressive. You know, respect to her. I would never try her. Um, you know. <laughs> Keep grinding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I thought that this was a feel-good final thought initially because it, it just really is one of those like, right. wow, you know. Yeah. And she's and she's a black woman. Let's not black leave woman. that out. Black woman from Maryland, of course. <laughs> so you know, yeah, I'm I'm just excited to see that she was able to make that amazing accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One thing I just want to add is that. Um, until she got into powerlifting, she was 400 and 415 pounds. Wow. Before she got into powerlifting. Wow. Um, it doesn't say what her weight is now, but she's apparently um, lost she more than half of that. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. she's I mean, she's not a small person, but she's mm-hmm. not some ginormous like no, no. no. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can see all the all the lifting, okay? Let's yeah. just say that. Mm-hmm. I have a great amount of respect for anybody who has lost a large amount of weight because what most people don't realize it takes so much discipline to lose a large quantity of weight that like it takes a lot of discipline. So absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. And that's real roll call. All right. So this week we have an onto the real and this will probably be the last one of this month. Let me just say that it will be mental health moments because this is mental health moment month mm-hmm. that has just began, that's just begun. And next month it'll be mental men's mental health month. So we will probably be sharing much more uh, on that, on that side. So, but anyway, this week we have somebody that most people are familiar with as our onto the real and her name is Venus Williams. Um, and Venus, if you don't know, we do have people who listen to this who are not sports, um, people at all is probably one of the most iconic tennis players of our time. Um, you definitely probably have heard of her sister, Serena, but, um, Venus, um, kind of has, um, a different path than Serena, let's just say. And so in that she has um, created her, this is really cool, did not know this about her. She really has a passion for interior design. And so she's created her own company called V-Star. And with that, it's in in South Florida, uh, Miami. It's out of South Florida in Miami. And they focus on design for hospitality and um, kind of your multifamily uh, type, type, um, architecture. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, she's she's been doing this for I want to say close to ten years now, but um, not something that people really spotlight her for, right? Not really talking to people. I think Relay said it at the beginning. Once they know you as an athlete, that's all they want to talk about. And so for her to you know have this company for as long as she's had, and then nobody's even mentioning it, but. V-Star is her um, company and I love this because, you know, I got a thing for interior design. So <laughs> um, I'm loving that um, this is her passion outside of tennis and she's um, following it. So good job to Venus on that. Well, so yeah. um, I think that, uh, I think they've gone and made their home in South Florida, right? Mm -hmm. Venus and Serena. Well, you know, Serena really lives overseas with her husband. Oh, sure, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I um they uh they both own um a part of the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, right. Mm -hmm. Um but I you know, this was a cool story because it's like it's one of those things where um you know, Venus kind of started it off with the the Williams sisters. Like when back in the early 90s, I mean the early 90s, the late 90s, Venus was the one winning all of the tournaments. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And then Serena had kind of got it in her mind one day that you're not gonna keep beating me, big sis. And you know, yeah. Um, and so what it ended up happening was a, a lot of the spotlight kind of came off of Venus and went more so on Serena. Right. Um, and so to see her be able to kind of carve out her own thing and then not be, you know, related to, you know, what she does as an athlete right. and just kind of the thing that she has a passion for. Um, this is a dope one to the real. Yeah. And I think I want to say we mentioned something about V-Star a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. um, something that she had done with it. I, I can't remember um, off the top of my head, like what episode. Um but it's just good to, to kind of hear her, you know what I'm saying, continuing along with this. And, and a, lot, a lot more light needs to be shed on, you know, kind of what she's doing outside of sport. Absolutely. Everybody. I yeah. feel like that's about everybody. Like, yeah. you know, what are you doing? Like, yeah. True. Okay. All right. Are we on to the feel good final thought? Feel good final thought. All right. So this is about Chris Wright, former NFL, NBA player. Um, who is on his journey, um, was the first NBA player to ever be diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis. And if you know about it, it's a debilitating and progressive disease that kind of takes away your ability to be mobile and move around. Um, I don't know, I, I didn't look it up scientifically to say what it, what it is, but I know that's what MS does. Mm -hmm. and um and so he has been on this journey of finding a way to combat his ms and has been successful in um giving himself the opportunity to move beyond taking meds for his multiple sclerosis which is huge yeah huge because that's the first thing we know that's just how healthcare works disease Something you diagnose with it, you gotta take medicine for it. It's just how it works, right? Yeah. And so he has been um, working really hard over the last few years. Um, I think he was in Turkey playing when he found out, I wanna say in 2012. And um, literally he said he was immobile. He couldn't walk. He just fell to the floor paralyzed. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, he's, of course, you know, he's a Maryland boy. So, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so, he, um, so yeah, he just, he's just kind of forged his own path. And I hope that this is something that, you know, means that as we move forward, we'll see things change for other people and that whatever he's done and what, you know, it's kind of the, I hate to put this as the example, but I don't know another one to use. It's the kind of the way we we watched 
Magic Johnson diagnosed with AIDS mm -hmm. and how people were like, well, but how is he okay? And nobody, you know what I mean? It, so I'm hoping that this means that there's been progress and that this is something that will be widespread and scalable for other people who also suffer from MS in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It's really dope. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. So he's uh he's on about his business now. He's he's um obviously basketball will not be a part of his future. Mm -hmm. But he will, I'm trying to see if it if it tells like what his what he's so can he live like his everyday life now? Like he, yeah. is he, mm -hmm. like he said, I don't feel like I'm losing a step. He said, I want to keep playing. Yeah. He want to keep on playing. But he's no, this that's not no. <laughs> he can't be saying that. I'm probably not in a in a competitive way. Right, right. He wanna keep the NBA, but to continue to, you know, probably play pickup games and stuff like that. Like that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. I think he'll probably end up being um in as a coach mm, okay yeah but he, you know he played even with ms for a while mm -hmm. i didn't realize that but yeah he actually played with ms for a while wow yeah so, shout so out either to way you. shout out yeah. to him shout out to you yes yeah, that's a blessing yeah, yeah. so I, I i see him he'll have some future in in sport probably, so but it'll just not be that direct, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, show picks. What y'all watching? All right. Relay, let's start. Wait, let's Go start ahead. with you, Relay. What you uh yeah, what you watching right now? I think we had this segment the last time. Yeah, and you told us I'm be watching TV. That's why I didn't uh, put it down there. I yeah. don't watch TV at oh, all, y'all. Like when I say, but I will say I watch podcasts. I watch a lot of YouTube. Like I'm subscribed yeah. to over like on there. Yeah. 50 channels. Yeah. But I can give y'all some podcasts that yeah, I watch. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So of course, DJ Vlad. Um, oh Lord. Breakfast Club. I, I watch a lot of Breakfast Club. A million dollars worth of game. That's probably my favorite right now. That's probably my go-to. And that's basically two older guys who've been through a lot. And they kind of have guests on there who are around around my age, and they kind of like give us the game. You know, mm -hmm. they kind of tell us, you know, you know, you know how it is, like stay out of trouble. Gillian Wallow. Yeah. Okay. So y'all familiar with them? Yeah. Yeah. Gillian Wallow. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. probably my favorite. Um. And then yeah, so those are probably my three go to. But as far as TV, the last movie I watched, y'all, uh, I'm gonna say Friday, and that was probably like. Four years ago, maybe. Wow. Like, I really don't. I don't even have cable at my house. I don't. I, I really don't watch TV. Yeah. Like, I can't get into like knowing something is not real and wrapping my mind around. I just can't do it. I don't know. Awesome. That's great. Right. 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 I wish I was because I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm the. I'm on the edge of my seat with this with snowfall. Listen. Okay. So <laughs> Like, nope, I'm not. I can honestly say that's not true. Uh -huh. yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, I'll say Bridgerton's The Bridgerton's. Season two. Oh, my gosh. I've tried to get into season one, and I've made it slightly past the first episode, but it's just. Well, it, it's a slow, it's a slow process. Okay. And, and, and I will be real. It is a love story. Not into that romance gushy stuff yeah not for you okay i'm here all day for it so. <laughs> oh yeah uh, so i know that we don't have any let alone many kids who watch this show but listen when y'all get an opportunity to watch this cartoon on, on uh, netflix called karma's world karma is a young lady who wants to be a rapper she's a poet when i tell you she got bars opportunity, yes the, the, car, the cartoon little girl got bars y'all get the opportunity <laughs> to uh go on netflix just watch one episode watch <laughs> the first episode of the first season yeah. and just listen to her rap 
it's actually pretty good. Like she, okay. whoever whoever does the writing for it, they they do a good job of writing. Okay, yeah. that's, that's pretty funny. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm a like haven't in a long time because it hasn't been any. But I'm a huge cartoon fan. Actually. Oh yeah, you uh, you'd love this too. Like just the the this young lady who you know yeah. the way she navigates stuff. You you love it. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, because you know my cartoon watching is more like Justice League and. Oh, okay, that's a, yeah. and stuff like that but i will watch it yeah. see we like you got some time when you start having kids man you gonna you gonna start watching some cartoons man you got a niece <laughs> you know what it's about you got a niece i know i don't have any on the way huh? i said you got a niece i'm just playing you say you say you got some on the way no no oh okay i'm about to say now hold on we i ain't i ain't there yet. i ain't there yet but i do want one it's funny because yeah. me, me and my friends just had an hour conversation last night about having a kid. Mm-hmm. Shout out to YN. Me and him had an hour question like that about having a kid. And he um yeah. he he kind of was trying to talk me out of it. He said it's <laughs> a lot, it's a lot that you don't see. It's a lot that come with a kid. He told me something called formula that costs like $50 or something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a clue. Yeah, wait, baby. Because yeah, when you just, say yeah. something Take called formula. <laughs> Wait, baby. Okay. Yeah, I don't know a lot about. I don't know. Wait. I don't know how to change a diaper. I don't know. You, you, you. It'll come to you once it happens. But when it's this, time, take yeah. your time. When it's, it's try, time, it, it's trying to. It, 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 it just keep on, keep on trying to come now. But I don't. Nah, you know, nah, take I'm your time. Lucky, Miss Stephanie. I'm done. I'm. I'm <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, That's I'm gonna take my time. Gonna take my time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I got a couple more things. I got a couple more things to do before I start having children because I don't know if you remember at the at the beginning of the show I told you. Ever since football and I'm starting to live life a little bit, so I, yeah. got, a, I got a little bit more living Again, to do. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about what those things yeah. are, but uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. We like yeah. tell tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, how they can get at you, man, so they can get some of this this uh um this clothing you got, or just you know how they can reach out to you, man. All right, so um the best way to get in touch with me is probably uh probably through email, but mm-hmm. I know it's 2022 and people <laughs> ain't trying to reach out through email. So y'all can follow me on my personal IG at way too cold. That's W-A-Y-Y-T-O-O cold. And you can follow the business page at Obsessed with Profit. So that's what the OWP stands for, at Obsessed with Profit. And we also have a site, www.obsessedwithprofit.com. Um, yeah. So yeah, you can reach out to me. I always hit back. I ain't, I ain't one of them. But um, yeah, so other than that, yeah. All right. All right. So we are at the end of another one. Um, if you want to reach out to us here at the Fields of the Real podcast, you can hit us we up. Own. So email still works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Email, <laughs> email us um, at field, the number two, the real podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter. Um, we be tweeting. <laughs> That's at Phil the number two, the real P one. I didn't even know that. <laughs> right. What? Were you on Twitter? Yeah, I didn't know y'all was on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man. Uh, uh, come give us a follow. <laughs> you can hit us up on IG at Phil the number two, the real podcast. Um, and you can reach out to us on our Facebook page, and you can see our videos every episode on our YouTube page, and that's at. Where, where am I going with it? Step behind you because I <laughs> that's Phil T.O. the real podcast. All right. Um, so search that, type that in, and you'll be able to get us. But like I said, we are at the end of another one. Oh, wait, you got something you want to say, Relay? I want to say one more thing. Um, okay. I appreciate y'all having me on the show. Of course. You know what I'm saying? I, um, it's always a pleasure. Anytime y'all want me out here, y'all know how to reach me. I'm okay. always coming. And also, I'm continuing to build my brand, build my brand, build my brand, you know, because one day, one day soon, I'm going to have a huge platform. And I'm going to come on this show because y'all was loyal to me. So I'm going to come on this show and, you know, we we are going to talk about the days where I was trying to figure it out and I was yeah. you know, <laughs> doing this and that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So I appreciate y'all for real, for real. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. The channel going to keep growing. Thank you. 
everything on me, everything. So yeah. Well, man, if you keep coming on here and you keep being the, the highest rated uh, uh, view, the highest view show, then uh, yeah, you'll get us there. <laughs> For sure, we love it. Thank you so much. You know how I feel about you. I love you, sir. Yes, sir. I love you too. <laughs> Always, you know what you did for me back in 2018. Yeah. Never forget that. Yeah. I always say that every time I every time I come on here, you already there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's it. Well, <laughs> we're at the end of another one. This is episode 155 of the Fields of the Real podcast, but we are out of here. Peace. Now put the cameras on me. 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 Put the cameras on me.